Welcome to Third and Goal. We just wanted to do a quick mini update on all the news that's going on in the NFL at the moment. There's a lot of things going on that we don't want to sort of skip by. So without too much further ado, I'm the host, Fred. I'm joined by Dan and Rob. That's the shortest intro I've ever done. Guys, I hope you're well. You've waved, so I'm going to assume you are. Let's jump straight in. What's happening with Kyler Murray? <coughs> Who knows? <laughs> I was like, who's answering? You're right there. <laughs> I was like, this is Rob's bit. I went, what's what Rob doing? <laughs> um, who knows? He's wiped the Cardinals off the face of his Instagram. Mm-hmm. And God knows why professional athletes seem to throw these hissy fits or for whatever reason it's for. Um, sort of out of the blue, I'd imagine. Um, not heard anything beyond it so I guess everything's just hearsay really but you've got to imagine that somebody who's happy there and wants to be there wouldn't delete every reference to the team and unfollow them on social media just to get a reaction I guess good question to ask then is what's gone on with the Cardinals is it it's not Is it Carla's fault? Is it everyone else's fault? Because Carla seems to be portraying it as everyone else's fault if you look at his actions. Dan, you said something off-air in terms of you just think he wants a new deal. Yeah, that's all it is. Posturing. Realistically, how many teams are in a position to go out and acquire Kyler Murray at the cost it'll be? And second of all, even at that cost, are the Cardinals willing to give up what is essentially a real franchise QB when there are so few? Um... I can't see it. I think it's just him. Maybe not him, maybe his agent, his team, whomever. Uh, posturing for, for more contracts, showing that there are... Because he, he'll do that. And don't get me wrong, a team that is without a QB or debating their QB, the Panthers or someone, for instance, probably have now put a phone call in, whereas before that happened, they probably would never have put a phone call in. So if you're in the back office of the Cardinals, you perhaps now need to do what you need to do to secure him. Um, that's what I think they've done there. Cool. I can't... So we're saying Carson's here for Carla? For me, yeah. Cool. Well, talking to two other teams whose QB situation is up in the air, should we go Bucks first? Dan, you had a few opinions off air? Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, obviously, Brady's retiring. Leaves us with Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. Um <laughs> Neither fulfil me with much hope or confidence, not because of their ability, I guess, but I think we've got the shell still of a contending team, especially with the mess the NFC South's going to be. One of those teams is going to make the playoffs, and then it's anybody's game from there. Why not us deal with the defence we've got? Um, there was talk of getting Kyler or getting Rodgers. Can't see it in a million years myself. Um Russell Wilson, again, I don't think we've got the cap space for. I'd love to see him in a Bruce Arians offense. Uh, let Russ cook and all that, all those years. Well, we really would let him cook and would be away. Um, I'm not happy personally, and I know quite a few Bucks fans are going with Trask and seeing what he's got. I just think we're built to, to compete still, and that may not work. So I'd like to see us perhaps get a a cheaper, easier option that we know is capable and can QB at the NFL level. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was someone that came to mind, but I think he's going to re-sign with the Broncos. Um, the other two that potentially may be about are Mitchell Trubisky, who's a free agent. 
I think he could do a good enough job. Um, or somebody like Andy Dalton, if Fields is going to take over at the Bears, Andy Dalton, maybe not at the Bears, but previously when he stepped in for the Dak at the Cowboys, proved that he can run a steady offense and he can put points on the board. Uh, and I think that's all we'd need. No Jimmy G then. He just wants to go to a winning situation. Jimmy G would not fit a Bruce Arians offense whatsoever. No risk it, no big skit is not Jimmy G's style of play whatsoever. <laughs> Jimmy G we spoke about all year is a capable and competent QB. Jimmy G is not a risk it, throw the ball into the wind and see where it lands type of QB. So decent player, not for the Bucks for me. Rob, I assume you'd like to see Cam Newton go to the Bucks. <clears throat> no, I agree with Dan's Bucks friends who think Cal Trask should uh, have a go of it next year. I think that'd be brilliant. <laughs> Starting with you on the next one, Rob. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers also another team without quarterback, really, at the moment. Unless you're going to go Haskins, maybe. Um, thoughts on that? And it, I mean, there's Matt Ryan links. Um, no, I mean, that the Matt Ryan link came and, and sort of when I think that was always never going to happen, wasn't really on the horizon. I don't know where that came from. Seemed to gather a bit of traction for um, for about an hour, one afternoon, and then sort of petered out from there. Um, but, you know, where did they go from there? I don't know. Do they look for something in the draft? There's... No, but no quarterback is projected to go in the in the top ten. It's not a great draft, so you know, picking you know towards the middle of the pack, you'd you'd imagine that they're going to have the pick of uh, all the quarterbacks that that are available on the board at that time. And do they see that there's enough quality in uh, in those guys to to pick one of them up? I don't know. Um, do they go free agency? Um, or do they, you know, do they try and get a trade? Like Dan said about with the books, you know, there's books fans are talking Rogers or Wilson. Steelers fans are talking the exact same way. Um, I'd imagine Mike Tomlin, if he's going to keep this Steelers team rolling, they're going to want to, you know, I think a veteran quarterback going in there is going to be the that, best. Yeah, said that. Yeah. But I think that's going to be the best bet that they've got if they're going to, you know, keep having these uh, winning seasons or extending these winning seasons that they're, that they're having. Moving away from quarterbacks into things a little bit more disturbing. Um, the Rooney rule has come into question, obviously, heavily this week, obviously, or the last couple of weeks with the Prime Flores situation in terms of his links or no links with the Giants and texts that have been sent from Belichick to... Um, to, to many people, it seems, and everyone's seen them. What are we thinking, guys, on, on this situation? It's a mess, isn't it? Sorry, Fred, I was reading something. I was totally distracted and didn't listen to a word you said. <laughs> really I'm, not cool. I'm not even going to lie on that one. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Flores situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throws the Rooney Warns disrepute, surely. Which is always the risk, right? When you say you have to interview a person of minority, you there will, uh, as rare as it is, and I'm not saying this is the instance, there will be a case where you have 
five interviews and four of them are the best people for the job and one's a minority and that minority person might be the tenth best person for the job but he's the first minority person mm. um now i'm not saying that's the case here i actually think brian flores is a very capable head coach of an nfl team he had two winning years at the the dolphins whoever why he's been dismissed is we won't know nobody else is in that locker room of those meetings i guess but um does he deserve a head coaching role based on the information we have to our hand yes will what he's doing now against the league and against the organizations go against him they'll tell you no but yeah almost definitely yeah well definitely yeah you've got a 50 50 direct split two head coaches one's in a lawsuit against the nfl your your body that you perform <laughs> to and one's not you probably take the one you don't now he came out initially and said he's not doing this He's doing this for the right stand-up reasons, and if that's the case, then fair play to him. The latest statement, I think, that was issued when Lovey Smith got the Texans job was that perhaps they feel Brian Flores should have been the man for the job, and he didn't get it because of this. Well, you understood you may have been giving up your coaching career when you've done the right thing, as, as Colin Kaepernick did a couple of years back. Uh, whether rightly or wrongly, his career ended as a result of it. Um, <coughs> So you can't say one minute you're prepared to give up your career to see the right changes happen and then in the same token moan that your career's been given up. Mm. Um, and that's not to say I agree with it. I, I don't know. The, the GM and the owners of the Texans made that decision based on their interviews. Lovey Smith, he was Tampa manager, coach, he's... Um, Good luck to the Texans is all I will say. But they may have seen something in there. They may have had a way they wanted to move forward with Lovey Smith that Brian Flores wasn't in agreement with or wanted to go a different way or wanted more control than they were willing to relinquish or wanted less control than they was looking to be involved in. I don't know. I mean, some quite horrific stuff came out of Miami. You know, there was talk of the owner offering Flores 100k a pop for you know, losing the game and, you know, there's and then sort of deliberately meeting with a high-profile QB who I'd assume is Deshaun Watson, but, you know, the, the owner inviting Flores onto a boat and then no, it was QB being there. Sorry, go on. I believe it was Tom Brady when he was a free agent. Oh, really? Was it was really? Yep. That's wow. what I've heard. Um, that's what they were trying to set up. But, yeah, paying money to lose games. We've spoken about it before. It's tanking. Right, we said no player enters the field to tank, but if a coach is setting them up and not calling plays and so on accordingly, it is open. But that's the problem with rewarding the worst teams with the first draft picks. Now, I'm not saying that's got to change, but that is always going to be an element of it. Uh, we always say players don't want to tank. Head coaches probably don't want to tank because reputations and jobs are on the line. An organisational owner that can actually say, hey, we can make our organisation better if we lose. Probably he's willing to take the hit because he ain't going to lose a job at the end of the year. You're not accusing the Giants of doing a QB sneak on three at third and nine in their own ten of well, uh, of trying to get a high draft pick, Dan. Surely like that 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 is looking into because <laughs> <laughs> you know like irregular things that occur that suddenly turn up the books and make you question what's going on. Well, if that doesn't make the FBI or the CIA or wherever it is in America that investigates these things start to investigate it. They need to have a look at it. But I think it's crazy they offered him 100 grand to lose a game. They could mm -hmm. hire me as head coach. 
and pay me 50 grand and I'd lose all seven in games without much problem. I think it's a coach. And Barron, yeah, I'd do a lot cheaper than that. Rob, even if I'd even try, I'd do it better than that. <laughs> Rob, anything to add on that? Um, <clears throat> I think it's sad that we live in a world where we are questioning that people aren't getting jobs because of the colour of their skin or the beliefs yep. or whatever it might be. Yep. I think it's ridiculous. Somebody should, the best person should get the job, period, whether they're white, black, mixed race, Asian, whatever their religion is, whatever their beliefs are. Well, as long as they're not you know, racist or cat kickers or anything like that. Um, well, the best person should get the job. And I think it's sad that we're in this world where there's arguments that that's not happening. Um, but I do agree with Dan as well. I think the Rooney rule is massively flawed when you're saying to people that you must interview X amount of people from this category, whatever that category that they're setting is, because they're just doing it to satisfy the requirements. And it could just be a waste of everybody's time if they're... You know, if they've no interest of hiring these people, whether that's for racism reasons or because they've got in their mind that the better people for the job belong to a different category. For um, me, it's really sorry, I'm sorry. No, so I was just going to round that off, Fred, and say that. You know, so I think that needs looking at in a way. For me, the Flores thing is really simple. I totally agree with absolutely everything you said, so I won't hash over that. But particularly in the Flores situation where he's got two winning seasons out of Miami with injuries to what is maybe a franchise QB in the future, maybe not. The O-line is dreadful. They've got an elite defence, and I've hollered that before. But the fact is, with, with a lot of things that haven't gone to plan, Flores has gone and got two winning seasons out of that. How's that man not, A, staying in Miami, and B, highly you know in high contention for other jobs it is is remarkable just two other things to cover off thing quickly before we finish up on this quick burst of nfl news um jags coming to the uk and the germany games dan you want to say a few bits on those yeah i wasn't meant to be here tonight recording so i'm trying to keep <laughs> doing what i'm doing whilst paying attention so um NFL announced today one game a year in Germany. I think it's Munich in 22, Frankfurt 23, Munich again in 24, and then Frankfurt in 25. So four games in Germany over the next four years. Jags are coming back to the UK at Wembley, which is nice that we've done that deal. And we believe it'll be two games at Tottenham, one of which will be a New Orleans Saints home divisional game. I think they've already announced. Um, won't be the Falcons, I'd imagine, with them being here. Last year, so that leaves the Bucks or the Panthers, who were both here in 2019 and played each other in 2019. So there's no favouritism there for either. Um, having said that, it will be the Panthers because I can't see the Saints giving up a home game to Tampa because of the English fans here that are here for Tampa because of the Florida connection, I guess. Um, and also because I'd want it to be Tampa. So it's probably going to be the Panthers. Um <laughs> It's almost nailed on, and I don't know if I could take myself to the Saints-Panthers game and not cheer for anybody. I mean, going to the Falcons-Jets was bad enough, but at least I could cheer for the Jets. Going to a divisional game where your division team ain't playing has probably got to be the worst thing in the world. 
Dan, if you weren't cheering for the Jets prior to that game, after hearing that Falcons first down screech, would you have immediately started cheering for the Jets, do you think? Oh, Fred, I wish you'd have warmed me up for that because I've had it ready. It's still saved on my phone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> really would have done. But, yeah, still no. on your phone. It's your, it's your morning alarm, isn't it, Dan? Oh, could you imagine? Get you out of bed in a hurry, wouldn't it? That's for sure. <laughs> when something really bad was going to happen, you'd have that You'd have that ready, wouldn't you? Rob, what are your thoughts on this? It's good to take oh, hold it on. down the bottom. Hold on, Fred. Hold on, Fred. Oh. Hold on, Fred. Hold on. It's the hell that came out. First down. Grim. Oh, it's just ear piercing. Awesome. No wonder <laughs> the stadium's <laughs> empty every week, eh? <laughs> um, so, yeah, what are my thoughts? Uh, I think Germany is an awesome country. And Munich is a great city. I've been once, didn't spend a lot of time there, but it's, you know, I love Germany, I love Munich. Um be great to go over there for a weekend and, and see a game in a different setting and sure it'd be you know a different experience to what it is going to London or seeing a game in the States. So uh, yeah, I think it'd be you know but it's good for the NFL to try and branch out some more, good for German fans. Um good for European fans, I guess. You know, you see some European fans in London. Um you know, I met some German fans when went to watch the Falcons this year. Um, so something more on their doorstep. Yeah, I think it. From a selfish point of view, I'd look forward. Did you say to what did you say? Up. Did you say Falcons? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the word Falcons. So. <laughs> Falcons. Oh, <laughs> so many bad memories, Fred. Oh, just. Try- Fred, try doing that after you've been on the beer for about six hours and the hangover's kicking in now. Then it really hurts, right? I'll tell you what, I've had three weeks been really unwell. I'm hobbling around Wembley and there's that just screeching in my head. Oh, grim. Wasn't <laughs> oh, dear. I can't believe I've still got it saved. That's got to go. <laughs> anything else anyone want to talk about? Uh, sorry. Anything else anyone wants to talk about before we close off? No. Okay. That's good, Fred. Thanks so much. Good. Cheers for yeah. listening, guys. Bye. Bye.